It seems like everyone's getting into the VR and mixed reality headset market right now, so is it time for Microsoft to get back into the game? Apparently not, but we will talk about why the big dogs over at Xbox say they're setting their sights elsewhere for now. And Nintendo had a direct this week talking about a ton of new stuff coming in the Nintendo Switch. We're going to talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It is time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services everywhere. My name is Erock the Red. I am joined by this gentleman right here, full clip. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Doing good, doing good. Nice. I'm glad to hear that, dude. You know, we're in the we're in the throes of summer. Yeah. Right. Is it summer? Is it officially summer yet? I don't know how I that think, works. Yeah, I think it was like the first day. This, it was recently. Yeah, Thursday. <laughs> All right. I, I okay. don't know how this time thing goes. It's a uh, yeah. It's it's still 2020 right now. Okay. We yeah. We're it's everything's happening. Um. So yeah. It's uh. Are you are you out there? Are you touching grass? Are you still inside playing video? Oh games? yeah. Um. Out there touching grass, getting uh, touching water, going to the lake a lot. Nice. Uh, still finding plenty of time to play video games, just sinking my life into Car Mechanic Simulator, uh, both in the game and outside of the game, like modding the cars and the car editor and stuff like that. Nice. Um, let's get back to the lake here. Are you, what are you doing? Are you fishing? Are you no, just swimming? swimming? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, are you, do you fish? Not really. I, I mean, I did as a kid. I'm not a stranger yeah. to it, but I, I haven't bought a fishing license in like, 10 years yeah no it was something i was i always want to do like I'll, I'll i'll drive past the lake and i'll be like man that looks that looks so peaceful there's just a guy out there just fishing yeah. and i'm just i haven't i haven't done it probably since like in 20 years but yeah. you know um it always looks nice so I, I always have that question i mean i learned the fishing part i never learned the what to do with it after mm -hmm. like if i knew how to fillet it and cook it on a fire right. i'd probably fish but Seeing as I'm just like sticking hooks through animals right now, it, as I don't want to do that for no reason. Yeah, no, I hear you. And then like our like lake here is, I don't think it's like the best like best eaten out of our, <laughs> some, out of our lake. Just some some runoff from the nuclear plant. Yeah, yeah, it's not great, but um, nice. So just you just been crushing the uh, the car mechanic simulator still. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Just uh. Seeing what Steam Workshop has for this PC version of it, you can mm -hmm. grab all kinds of community-made cars and yeah. configurations for cars made like an Exo car, which is pretty cool. Nice. That sounds uh, sounds interesting. Now, has, do you think this will help you um, IRL to fix your car when there's an issue? It inspired me to do it, actually. Uh, just the other day, I, I had like a brake uh, caliper that got stuck, like the pistons. Uh, just stayed extending and it was heating up the the rim heating up the tire mm -hmm. and normally i would have been like i just better take this to a professional make sure it's done right uh playing the game gives me a little bit more confidence and like you know i don't want to be a phony i better just take care of this right. myself yeah and you know a, a professional probably could have done it faster but i got it done and it was probably half the price of what i would have paid somebody to do it see 
That's impressive. See, if, if you know, we just have to tell our parents that always said, you know, we, why are these video games? What are they going to do for you? Look at us now. Exactly. Fixing cars. I need to play we, some, like, house flipper simulator or something. Yes, I know. <laughs> I played some of that, dude, and it is not as, like, you know, it's, like, it's not as detailed as that. It's, like, here, now put up the drywall. And you just have Hell to yeah. click on it. And I'm, like, that's it. And then I try to do it at home, and I'm just, like, smushing it. And it's just not as easy, you know? I'm just right-clicking yeah. on the drywall <laughs> at home. It's not working. Um, What have I been playing? I've been playing a game that is, um... I can't really talk about the new AEW Fight Forever. It's under embargo for another week. I'll have that to talk about next week. Um, and one of the games I've been playing, well, I've been playing a little bit of Diablo 4, but that has taken a back seat to one of our new releases this week, Final Fantasy 16. Oh. Ooh, I wasn't, I, dude, I was on the fence about getting it. But let me tell you, I talked about that demo last week. I had only played maybe like the first 40 minutes. I played the next like, whatever hour and a half worth and it it sinks its claws in you man holy cow i've never been like that moved by a demo to get a game before i don't think ever since parappa the rapper on ps1 (laughs) oh yeah so is it that over lies of p um yeah dude this one like lies of p is a great game and i'm absolutely gonna get it just because it's a bloodborne you know adjacent type game and i know what i'm getting with that game yeah this game though and we'll get into it more when we get into the new releases but like the story in this demo that i was like i need to know more like it ends like on a cliffhanger a major cliffhanger and then i'm like and all your progress from the first it's like a two and a half hour demo and it carries over so i don't have to do all that again so that's good but um yeah it um you know let's let's get into it which shall we let's talk about our uh our new releases from last week. So yeah, this is all good. Like, so I, um, you know, I'm playing so many games right now. And then another game, just real quick, Immortals of Avium was supposed to come out next month. That got delayed. Did you see that? That got delayed to August 22nd. Yeah. So um, I was on the fence about getting that one. Now chances are a little bit better because right now, too much, too much gaming. But it's let's talk about, out. yeah, it's all coming up, Iraq. Um, let's talk about our new releases. Let's see. Uh, we got Crash Team Rumble came out June 20th on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, X, and S. This is a four-on-four multiplayer game. You got all your favorite characters. You pick your favorite character. You go out there and you got to find Wumba Fruit. And then you got to get the Wumba Fruit and you got to take it back to your base and the other people have to stop you from collecting Wumpa Fruit and taking it back to your base. That's what I've gleaned from watching trailers and reading about it. And, um, yeah, if that sounds like uh, something that you want to do, Wumpa it up. There's, like, um, all the characters have different skills and abilities. Um, you know, all your favorite ones are there. Crash Bandicoot. The other ones. And, um, yeah, you could, have a, you could be a blocker, a booster, or a scorer. Which one? Which do you think you are in life? Not in this game. Definitely a booster. I've, I was going to say that. You're a booster for sure. And I'm a scorer. There you go. Um, yeah, so Crash Team Rumble. Does this do anything for you? You know, uh, historically, these Crash games that aren't part of like the main franchise have been pretty fun. Like Crash Team Racing and, the racing and other is, iterations yeah. of this in the past. 
Yep. Yeah, so I, I would definitely check it out. I don't know about paying full price for it, but if it came to like a, you know, your PlayStation or Xbox Game Pass. Absolutely. It looks fun. It looks like a fun multiplayer game, but there's so many of them out right now where it has to really, you know, stand on its own. So uh, we'll see. Time will tell if this one can. It's going to have like battle passes and there's micro transactions micro transactions i've been drinking a little too much um so yeah we'll see what what it does but uh yeah for all those crash fans get that wampa fruit next up final fantasy 16 came out june 22nd on ps5 so now this is this is an action role-playing game it's very different from the previous ones it's not you know turn-based or tactical or anything like that it's very much action heavy people have compared the fighting to like a um like a devil may cry or something where it's like you, you maybe chain things together and then you got to do different types of attacks. So that's really cool. The, um, the powers in it that I've gotten so far, very, um, they're really cool. They're fun to do. They look awesome. And then the story. So like I said, the demo ends with a cliffhanger and the story I've, I'm getting like big time, like game of Thrones, um, feel out of it just the way that the um the world is and the family dynamic and that sort of thing um what else dude the music the music is epic it's the the best video game soundtrack i've ever heard that's not hyperbole it like i feel it every time i'm playing a, a fight i'm just getting amped up from the this huge symphonic like uh orchestra that's just like moving behind it dude it's so epic um, so yeah, I'm having a blast. It's a 60 hour game from, from what I heard to, to do the story. Um, there's a ton of quests and stuff that you could use to supplement. There's new game plus a bunch of things to do in the new game thing. And then, um, on top of that, you could play as giant monsters and battle each other. So yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask if, if it was like a bunch of licensed music that was making it so good, or it sounds more like a new soundtrack then. Yeah. There's a little bit of Dr. Dre, just, uh, uh you know, some no, ACDC but, Thunderstruck. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That gets you amped up. That would get me amped up. Um, but no, it's just all like this orchestra, but it's like huge. Like, I don't know. It's just very, very, um, moving, powerful stuff. So, um, yeah, it's a blast. I have, um, I haven't played a Final Fantasy game since I think like eleven, however many years ago that was. So, yeah, been a while. It's probably like PlayStation Two. I know the ten and ten two were on PlayStation Two. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember anything about it. I, well, I remember a little bit about it. I never finished it though. I think I probably maybe put in ten hours. So, um, yeah, this one I'm already having a blast. And then. Last up, Sonic Origins Plus came out June 23rd on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS, and Nintendo Switch. Now, this one is, so Sonic Origins is out already. That one came out, that's four Sonic games, like Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Sonic CD. And now there's this Sonic Origins Plus, which is an expansion pack to that one. So if you have Sonic Origins, you can just buy the expansion pack. If you don't have Sonic Origins, you can now buy them all in one nice package, um, and it's all 16 games, because this is adding 12 um, Game Gear games to the mix. So now you could have 16 games that are all HD and uh, a bunch of other new stuff. You can play as Amy, whoever that is. And thank God I say there, there's a real lack of Sonic bundles out there 
of the retro games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, now, 12 Game Gear games. You know there was 12 Game Gear Sonic games? No. I didn't know there were 12 <laughs> Game Gear games, period. <laughs> Just in general. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a market for this. I don't know who's who it's for, but um, completionists that want to just yeah, get all yeah. the rings. Those Sonic fanboys go hard. Yeah, they love that little blue hedgehog, and they we get, get hard for him. threats every day for being we Team do. Mario. Exactly, yeah. Mario, it's a me, Sonic. Um, all right, that's it. Those were our major new releases from last week. There were a few other ones that looked good, notable. Um you know, if there's anything else that you want to talk about, let us know, uh, and we will uh, we'll look into them. But we got to move on. We got a big show, so let's move on to our news of the week. All right, first up, we got to talk about this new Nintendo Direct that just took place. It was a big event, 40 minutes, and just announcement after announcement, one after another, just like it was crazy. I didn't watch it. Did you watch the whole thing? Did you watch it live? Yeah, I did. Or did you watch You did? I watched uh, uh, bits and pieces afterwards, like the things I thought I'd be interested in. And I ended up, I think, watching like every, like, you know, I was like, I'm just going to watch every clip of the things that I want to watch. And I think yeah. I watched like 85% of it because there was a lot of really cool stuff that they announced there. Um, and it's unfortunate, though, for me, because since I've gotten my Steam Deck, my Switch is kind of like not doing much my kid plays it so oh. that's good. well i hear you can emulate switch games on the steam deck not that you would ever do that i would never but yeah i've i've seen people like on reddit doing that even playing like tears of the kingdom on there um and then they just complain at how it's not running how they want it and all this stuff i'm like it sounds like a lot it sounds like a lot of work yeah i don't got time for that i'm i like to play the games a lot of people buy the steam deck just so that they have like Something to tinker with. I'm I'm sure it's the same thing with like PC people that are constantly building a PC to make like oh, yeah. it better. And you know, it's like, you know, that's I just want to play video games. So, um, all right, let's get into this direct. Um, it's it was interesting to me too this entirety of this because like the Switch is in its it's in its twilight. You know, there, I I don't expect a ton of new stuff coming out for it. But man, after looking at this, it's not slowing down anytime soon so the major one we'll just jump right into the major one that they announced um what was it super mario brothers wonder this is a new um 2d mario game and it looks fantastic it's really just a, a throwback to the you know the early 2d games but it's got like this you know this 3d like looking depth style yeah. whatever you call that you know um, but yeah, he's just jumping, he's hitting blocks with his head, just doing the thing. And then there's a shell that comes out and you do it. And you could, there's like an elephant. <laughs> Mario, Mario can be an elephant. And yeah, yeah. The, it looks like it's like bizarro world Mario, not in like a creepy or LSD trip kind of way, but like they show him like bouncing around on the ground rolls all of a sudden. Uh, mm -hmm. you never know what's going to happen. I think the trailer said, expect the unexpected. Yes. Yeah, and the trailer was cool because, yeah, it really did have a lot of new mechanics that, you know, you look at all the Mario games and they're all just the same kind of stuff. There's a plant that comes up and shoots a fireball. 
stuff like that. And you don't see tons of new mechanics outside of major mechanics like Odyssey. You had the hat thing where you could turn in a lot of stuff. This one just it's got that classic feel, but like with a ton of like new stuff added on. So it definitely um, for people that like the classic Mario, I think this is going to be uh, a lot of fun. Um, we saw more. Uh, well, Detective Pikachu, the the next in that series. Uh, we got an announcement for that, and it will be released on October 6th, Detective Pikachu Returns. Not the movie, which I was excited for. I really liked that movie. Oh, you yeah. ever see that movie? Yeah, it was great. That was a great movie. and I, I read that they're making a sequel to that. Um, they should. I mean, it, it was a, yeah. a gritty feel to Pokemon, to the Pokemon world, mm-hmm. which feels like, now it feels age appropriate for us old school people. Yeah. I remember, like, my wife grew up playing Pokemon. I didn't have that connection, but I remember she saw the movie and she was like, this is, like, everything I dreamed of as, like, a kid, you know? Just, like, having a real-life Pokemon and walking around and stuff. Um, so. Uh, Super Mario RPG, the, um, it's getting a remake. Have you ever played that one? A little bit, but I was so young when that was out. Yeah. That one, it always looked interesting. I mean, uh, the idea of a Super Mario role-playing game sounds great. Um, so now, yeah, it's getting remade. Uh, lots of, uh, it's going to have a new look. Everything's going to look great. Same turn-based combat. Um, that comes out November 17th. Yeah, this this and, was probably my biggest, like, I have to get this one. Uh, yeah. I want to experience it, and I, I, I think that it does look really good in the direction they're going. The one thing I yeah. don't know if it's going to be a $60 full price game yeah i don't feel like a remake should be I, I'm, I I'm in it for 30 but it's gonna yeah. be like years before that ever happens yeah i know it's it's so unfortunate like the um like i keep looking for my son all he wants are these he wants the yoshi's the yoshi's yarn world or crafted world uh the new um kirby and some other super mario game and he's like i want these games i'm like dude there's all $60 still, $50 still. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you know, so I got like five years old. Yeah. It's crazy. So I, I got to get them like sale, like a, uh, GameStop. Like they, they had the, um, like the buy two, get one sale or whatever on the previously oh, yeah. used one. So I'm going to, I told him, I'm like, you just gotta be patient. <laughs> You'll get them eventually, but I'm not paying 50, $60 for these old ass games. Um, we got to look at a new WarioWare, which I was always a big fan of the WarioWare series. The last one where it was like the co-op, you had to like play together. Um, I didn't get that one, but I like the the WarioWare. It's just such a ridiculous, fun idea. Um, so that should be pretty cool. Uh, over 200 micro games. And it also does uh, support co-op for two players and four player party modes. So that comes out November 3rd. Um, let's see. Those were like the biggest ones for me. Was there anything else that jumped out at you that, uh, that you got The new Pikmin for? 4 looked kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Did you see that trailer? I did. And those are the ones like I've always told myself, I'm like, man, I don't really like Pikmin. I never, never having played it before ever. But then I played that game Tinykin on the Game Pass and it's, it's just like Pikmin. So I was like, well, maybe I do like Pikmin. So... We'll see. Because yeah. they also showed Pikmin 1 and 2 um, are being re-released on the uh, Nintendo. So I could go back and I could try those uh, those earlier ones. Yep. 
there was one other I'm, I'm searching for the name but i'm not coming up with it it's it's some sort of like free to play almost like an open lobby type of farm life sim oh yeah palea palea yeah yeah i yeah, know that, you like that looked those interesting life sims That's... yeah especially like none of them really do multiplayer well so yeah. if this does it right that could be pretty cool yeah and then, like, on top of that, I thought it was interesting. So the Switch is getting a ton of games that, you know, uh, either weren't previously announced or uh, I was surprised they are announced. So, like, Vampire Survivors coming to the Nintendo Switch, the Batman Arkham Trilogy, um, the um, Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 is coming to Switch, and then Gloomhaven is also coming to Switch, as well as uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. So, you know, they're still getting all the, the big titles. Some of them, like are like the Arkham trilogy, coming much much later. But yeah. you know they're getting them now, and that's all that matters. So, but yeah, ton of ton of new other stuff. So definitely, um, if you've got a Switch and and you're interested in all that stuff, go take a look. Uh, there's a Rhythm Battle Royal Headbangers Rhythm Royale. Oh yeah, that one looked interesting too. Yes, I was like, I don't know, but yeah, I'm here for it. Let's check it out. Um, that comes out October 31st. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of really interesting stuff. It was a great direct. I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic, especially cause I don't expect much. Like I said, you know, the switch, I'm like, what more could they have? Like they even uh, teased a, uh, princess peach game coming out in, uh, next year, 2024. Yep. So it's still going, man. No, no sign of a new Nintendo Switch or Nintendo Switch 2 or whatever the next thing is, but they're just going to milk the shit out of this system for the next, you know, few years still. So, very, very cool. All right, let's switch gears and talk about Xbox for the next 45 minutes because there's a lot to talk about that's happening over in the Xbox world. Now, the Xbox Activision merger, the... Xbox versus the Federal Trade Commission trial just kicked off and we're getting all the juicy deets. It's pretty interesting all the stuff that's coming out as part of either the FTC's case against the merger or Xbox's case for the merger. You know, we're we're seeing lots of lots of stuff that as just consumers we're not supposed to be on the inside, you know? Yeah. Not supposed to think about that. Just worry about the headline that says Xbox bought another studio. Right. Yeah. So let's see some of the the big things coming out of this uh, of this trial. First up, um, I thought it was interesting that uh, Bobby Kotick, the um, the head of Activision, an all around good guy. I really, I don't think that's true at all. I think he's a piece of shit. Um, I don't know him personally, so I don't want to slander him. But allegedly, he he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he just sounds like a turd. Um, so th- I thought this was interesting. So initially, he demanded a bigger revenue share um, in order to put Call of Duty on Xbox. So he thought that you know they should have been getting more in order to have it on there. And I was just like, man, it's like already like, I don't know, but this, this goes to show that, you know, call of duty is a, is a big deal. 
we we've went back and forth about this for years now it feels about like is call of duty like the the be all end all of this whole thing and uh yeah yeah i guess uh i guess it was but um it was in response to questions from microsoft council um in which they said that they claimed that call of duty wasn't a must-have game and then they told them how this you know, contradicted the part that Xbox's decision to pay Activision Blizzard way more money in order to keep Call of Duty on their platforms kind of contradicts what they said about it wasn't like, it's not a big deal, but like they're just given like Bobby Kotick, whatever he wants in order to continue to have the rights for Call of Duty. So I thought that was very interesting because that was like one of the things. So much of this trial is going to revolve around call of duty like this case has you know yeah so um so that was interesting um another one indiana jones was initially going to be a playstation 5 game and uh we found out that after xbox acquired zenimax they are making it just an xbox and pc exclusive now this is another thing that came out in that um it was to stop this from happening in the future with, with certain games. And, and this is one of the things where I'm like, well, Sony has their exclusives and everybody has their exclusives. So I don't see this one as a big argument. Sure. I think every studio should have its exclusives, what they are, you know, if Indiana Jones is just an X, you know, an Xbox exclusive, that's fine. That's the way gaming has always worked ever since, you know, we've been gaming. It was always yeah. the, the console wars. So, to me, making it a game exclusive over others is not a be-all, end-all to, you know, for this whole thing. So, I just thought it was interesting that um, it was initially planned to be a um, uh, on there and then, and then switched over. So, um, all right, another thing. Microsoft uh, admitted that they have lost the console wars and basically said that they've always been third behind Sony and Nintendo. And because of that, they're betting on a different strategy by generating profit through game sales rather than console sales and selling its consoles at a loss. Um, and then trying to use uh, the purchase of hardware in hopes of making up the revenue through sales of games and accessories. So that's kind of what they're saying is why, you know, they have the game pass and why this, plan to acquire uh activision blizzard um will help that that you know listen we know we're we can't compete with them in terms of the games that they're making the consoles that they're making but this is the service that we're going to provide we're going to put all these games out there and hopefully that's what's going to draw people to to us um so i thought that was interesting they finally you know we finally said it you know xbox third place who would have thunk it for all these years were you you were an xbox were you an xbox kid growing up or were you a mm, PlayStation? playstation but then like the 360 hit and i think it won that generation ps4 i believe won the next generation right now don't know uh pc i think it's as having its cool. renaissance yep and then um i thought this was a uh, pretty interesting so early on um, I mean, we've again, we was going back to the Call of Duty thing. We've always we've talked about this Call of Duty either whether it can be on PlayStation or it can be on Xbox. And Jim Ryan, 
the the head of Sony has always said that you know when we're gonna lose Call of Duty when this happens. It's unfair. You can't allow this. And they found during this trial, they found an, an email that he wrote um, to the PlayStation team and said in this email, quote, uh, it's not an Xbox exclusivity play at all. They're thinking bigger than that. And they have the cash to make moves like this. Talking about the acquisition. I spent a fair bit of time with both Phil Spencer and Bobby Kodak over the past day. I'm pretty sure we will continue to see Call of Duty on PlayStation for many years to come. We have some good stuff cooking. Keep your eyes peeled. I'm not complacent. I'd rather this hadn't happened, but we'll be okay. More than okay. So that was an email he sent to the team. And then soon after that, um, argued that if that they're not going to get Call of Duty and it's going to be the end of everything. Um, so it was really interesting that, you know, these are the two sides of, of Jim Ryan and especially what we did see him saying at one point too, like, I don't care about Call of Duty. I just want to block your merger. Remember when we heard that behind the, yeah. behind the scenes. So, um, it seems like that Jim Ryan is the, is the true one where he feels like, okay, we're always going to have Call of Duty. But you know, let's put a little bit of a wrench in the in the works. So, yeah, this was all you know, all pretty pretty early on in this trial. Those were the you know the main takeaways. Pretty, um, what else? Uh, Microsoft expects the next generation of consoles to come out in twenty twenty eight. And then I thought this is interesting that if the merger goes through, PlayStation Six would not give their plans to. Activision, so yeah. so um, they won't be able to develop whatever their upcoming games are on that console. Yeah, if they, I mean, it's weird though. If they want Call of Duty, I feel like they would have to make it available. Yeah. So but they, I guess, presumably want to keep those plans out of the hands of Microsoft, who would right. then own Activision Blizzard. Absolutely. Yeah. So. um and then they did talk about a little bit of the cloud. Remember, we talked about the cloud with the CMA, the UK thing, and um, Sarah Bond from Microsoft said that Xbox Cloud is Game Pass Ultimate's least popular feature. So it's not even something that is regularly used. So um, a lot of interesting stuff. There's five days of this, and this was day one. So um, you know, we'll see what's coming in the in the next few days. All right, while we're talking about Xbox and Game Pass, let's talk about the new wave of Game Pass games being added um, in June. This one, it's got me excited. There's some some titles that I'm really excited for. Um, so, out now, Need for Speed Unbound um, is now available. You said you bought this one, right? Oh, yeah, I played the hell out of that game. Yeah, I'm excited to, to try it out. It's a good one. Did you play uh, Underground back in the day, Under, Underground 2? No, oh, I okay. never did. I think the last I think, one I played was Heat or Most Wanted. Uh, so those remember. two were like the holy grail of Need for Speed and a lot of people's memories who were playing since back then because of the customization. And this is, mm. I haven't played them all, but this is the first one that I've played since then that feels the most like those. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I'm excited to check that out. This one too, The Bookwalker, just came out uh, June 22nd. This one just... Listen to the the thing here. The Bookwalker is a narrative adventure in which you play as Etienne Quist, a writer-turned-thief with the ability to dive into books. 
Use your powers to journey between reality and book worlds and steal legendary items like Thor's hammer and Excalibur to restore your ability to write. It's like, man, what a cool idea. Um, haven't had any time with it, but uh, I'm going to I'm gonna check it out. It sounds like a good, a good premise for a game that came out already. And then coming out June 27th, Bramble the Mountain King. Um, it's a grim adventure set in a world inspired by dark Nordic fables. Uh, and then Fist, Forged in Shadow Torch, also comes out June 27th. Uh, it's a rabbit in, like, a armor or mech or something. I don't know. Um, I stayed away from that because, you know, Fist, the Fist thing. I get, oh, you yeah. know, f- terrible flashbacks. Uh, Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town. Um, this is a, um, you got to care for crops, livestock, and more. As your very own story of seasons unfolds. This is also known as the real uh, Harvest Moon. Oh, really? Have you played this Story is, of Seasons? I haven't, but this is supposedly where the developers actually branched off to. And the Harvest Moon games that they have now, different studios entirely. And, really? Uh, but this this seems interesting. I'm afraid to show my wife this one because she might spend hours uh-huh. and hours. And then I'm going to have to join her. There you go. No, it sounds. Uh, I I look forward to your uh, your thoughts on it next week. Um, Arcade Paradise comes out July third. This was one that I I have almost bought probably like three times. Been on sale a couple weeks ago. I almost bought it full price. This is the one where you you run a uh, a laundromat and you decide you're going to put in some arcade games. So it's like a laundromat sim, but then like it turns into you buy arcade cabinets and you put them in there and then you could also play the arcade games that you have and they're like knockoffs they're not like real um arcade games but um yeah and there's over 35 different arcade games to to choose from and play so uh, i'm excited to finally get a chance to check that out and then july 5th sword and fairy together forever uh comes out and uh Puts you in a command of a memorable party of characters, each with unique personalities, motives, skills, strengths, and weaknesses. So it blends ancient mythology and traditional Asian aesthetics. So there you have it. Those are all the games coming out at the end of June, beginning of July. Um, some good ones. And I'm, I'm, I mean, Need for Speed and Arcade Paradise are both games that, like I said, I've con- considered purchasing a, a couple yeah. times. Um, on PC and on, on consoles. So, um, leaving June 30th, DJ Max Respect 5, Empire of Sin, Matchpoint Tennis Championships, Olegia, Omori, and Road 96. Those are all words that I said. Yeah. Uh, you want to hit the DLC uh, real quick? Sure. We got uh, Fallout 76, Once in a Blue Moon. That's the new one that's going to add, like, werewolves to Appalachia. Oh, that's uh, We just right. saw the preview there at yeah. uh, Game which one was one it? of those one? things? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Halo Infinite season four infection sounds pretty interesting. Didn't know that they were even still making things for Halo Infinite. I thought they just kind of gave up on it. I did too. I thought they shuttered that game. Yeah, uh, Elder Scrolls Online Necrom. I assume oh, that's, that's right. the new one. That's the new one. Yeah, we talked about that one last week too with the uh, the thing. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, some big uh, big DLC. It's all happening. Um, but unfortunately, if you want to play those games pretty soon, you're going to have to dish out a little bit more. So, um, Xbox just announced that they are 
raising the prices of both the Series X and Game Pass. Now, the Series X is going up in price, but not in the U.S. The U.S. is staying the same. Other countries, it's going up in price. And now it's going up in all different prices all over the place. But uh, that starts August 1st. That goes up in price. And then July 6th, Game Pass Ultimate is going up in price everywhere. So it's going to go up. It's going to be a $2 increase um, to $16.99 for Game Pass Ultimate and $10.99 for uh, the regular Game Pass. The PC version will remain the same price, $9.99. So um, not a huge oh. jump, but... Yeah, I, I missed that detail. I thought I was going to have to dig deep for that extra dollar, but I guess nope. not. You're safe. They're still trying to, still trying to get people on board that uh, that PC Game Pass. So you're good yeah. for a little bit, yeah. Um, so uh, when we saw the Xbox showcase and all those brand new day one AAA titles coming to it, was this a little bit predictable for you? I felt like that, yeah. So th I know Spencer mentioned it. I mean, this was like last year he said that we're probably going to have to raise the price sometime soon and that was the last we heard about it and then yeah i guess we should have probably figured yeah like day one and you're gonna pay a little bit more because it's still like you look at all those games that are coming out and you're like i could have access to all of those for 17 dollars, and it's still a good value you know but talking about the raising the price of anything it's never a good look well, I agree. You know, I sort of expected them to be raising the prices eventually, but the surprising part to me is that it was only like a dollar or two dollars. I figured right. we were going to be a jump of about five dollars. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I could have easily seen them popping it up to twenty dollars a month. Right. For all the yeah. qu the quality games. And who knows, you know, if we get if the merger goes through, it's definitely a possibility because that catalog is going to is going to grow substantially from all those games. So. We will see. All right, one more bit of Xbox news. So uh, the Xbox Studios head, uh, Matt Cutie with the Booty, um, in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, suggested that, um, you know, they're not going to be doing VR anytime soon over there on the Xbox. He said, uh, for Xbox games to um, be successful, they need to reach around 10 million players. And he said, I think for us, it's just a bit of a wait until there's an audience there. He said, we're very fortunate that we've got these big IPs that have turned into ongoing franchises with big communities. We have 10 games that have achieved over 10 million players life to date, which is a pretty big accomplishment, but that's the kind of scale that we need to see success for the game. And it's just, it's not quite there yet with AR and VR. So yeah, they're, I mean, they're, idea of a successful game is is pretty intense 10 million players yeah what like literally 10 games in their catalog they said yes yeah i wonder what those games are halo halo one two three four and yeah probably fable gears of war yeah yeah um but yeah it's pretty crazy because then when you look at like uh the playstation vr i think they had five million for the first one five million um, purchases over the course of the entire uh, life of that. And then um, the place, the VR2, I think they said it was like 600,000 in the first little bit, and that was considered a, a big success. So, yeah, their their scales of success are definitely off. But I, I totally understand before investing into in 
a large piece of hardware, you know, yeah. you want to you want to have that, uh, um, you know, enough people that want to do it. Yeah, and this doesn't mean that other games aren't going to be in VR. I mean, Minecraft is already in VR. Apparently, Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator, is like amazing in VR. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're still going to be dabbling in that for probably, I guess, their PC titles, but it just won't be coming to Xbox. Yeah. Um, yeah, you think they're worried about, what was that one thing that they had that you, you like? You could use it, it was for the Xbox, and you had to, it was like a motion control mm-hmm. thing. What was that Connect. called? The Connect. Yeah. Maybe they, they're still feeling a little bit burned from that, that whole thing. Yeah. yeah uh, it's about. interesting, I mean, because it's all cyclical. Microsoft did the HoloLens, so they were really like uh, trailblazers in this mm-hmm. AR VR thing, and you know Google did its Google glasses, but they had to discontinue those because of low adoption. I wouldn't doubt that Google is going to get back into like a, the VR space. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, only time will tell. I mean, it's. I guess yeah, we're gonna see. It's interesting looking at the world of VR and AR now as to what's going to take off, what's not. We just talked about the Apple one. Um, and if that's going to, you know, something is going to need to happen. There's going to need to be some sort of major shift in order to get people into um, this. And I think it's going to be cost. It's probably going to come down to, you know, when it becomes cheap and easy for people to just have VR yeah. that's, you know, not sticking your phone in a box. Remember when those were like all their age? Like I have VR. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no. but I know what you're saying because like the Quest Two exploded in popularity, low price, low barrier of entry, mm-hmm. and everything was sort of compact. Yes, and ease so, of use too. It's all right on yeah. there. You know, you don't need a PC. You don't need all this other stuff. It's like it's there. It's a simple package. So, yeah, it's. Um, I think it's. We're still many years away from it being. Um, pretty much widely used but uh we're getting there all right next up ea is doing a bit of restructuring now this one um it was a little surprise for me because i thought this already happened but ea studios uh decided that they are going to um have two studios it's gonna be ea sports and they're gonna handle all the sports things um and then there's gonna be ea entertainment and they're gonna do everything else that's not sports um so i was like didn't that already happen but i think what's happening is that you know it was all under the same umbrella too of of ea and now they're they're completely shifting and they're gonna have um their own creative ownership and financial accountability in each one of these segments it's not just going to be ea games anymore um so so that's interesting we'll be able to see um what's going on with that Uh, a statement from uh, EA CEO Andrew Wilson, he said, um, EA Entertainment encompasses extraordinary owned IP, including some of the world's most beloved blockbuster franchises, as well as licensed IP through powerful collaborations. Uh, we're building the future of interactive entertainment on a foundation of legendary franchises and innovative new experiences, re- which represents massive opportunities for growth. So it seems like they just want to empower um, more of those IP, get away from being known as the sports people and, you know, focus on, on, um, getting those popular, uh, EA IP out there. So, yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to go conspiracy brain for a second. Ooh, I love it. This might be a way, uh, because this, this comes up in YouTube comments and everywhere else, EA, the potential of being purchased. So if someone were to buy EA, maybe for licensing reasons, it's easier for them to sell the EA Entertainment half of things and keep the EA Sports and any kind of contracts that they have there. I like it. I like it. Who's buying it? What do you think? <laughs> Probably Microsoft. <laughs> but who knows? Like maybe, you know, Apple's making big moves into all this stuff. Maybe they want to put a big studio underneath of the Apple brand. Yeah. I mean, you think about the studios under the EA Entertainment, Respawn, Dice, um, BioWare, like huge studios with a lot of uh, great stuff. So, yeah, it would be absolutely worth, um, you know, any anybody who wants it to, to get that, you know, some good stuff there. Maybe play. This could be the next PlayStation one. If, if the Microsoft thing goes through, um, the Activision thing, I mean, um, maybe we'll see Sony follow up and, and buy this. Maybe so. Um, and then last up, and the thing I know you were most excited to talk about, Roblox is getting mature. <laughs> no, I really, I don't know how mature, but it, it now allows creators to build content for people 17 and older. Now, I don't think there's going to be, like, explicit sex um, games on Roblox. Yeah. But we can hope, right? Yeah. I, I think you're looking at a mature rating and rather than a adults-only rating. Oh. When I hear about something that is getting a, you know, 17 and older, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just yeah. me. Um, But, yeah, it's... um. I was surprised to see that they said 38% of its daily active users were over 17. The only thing I know about yeah. Roblox is that my son watches, he's five, he watches people on YouTube play Roblox, the obbies, and um, it's all like this little stuff where they like ride ponies or do stuff like that, and I, that's oh, yeah. all I know about it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, because it's... I don't really know what to compare it to because it's not just a game. It's a game engine that lets just about anybody have an accessible way to build a game. Right. I've even built a, like an obby myself uh, a few years back. Was it mature? Uh, no. I mean, it was hard. Harder than a lot of kids would oh, have okay. been able to do. Uh, but but it, it was just fun to get into there. And then some of the games are very simplistic, but you never know what kind of games are going to be on there. I've, I've played a little bit of Roblox. But I think I think where that thirty eight percent of the seventeen plus player base comes from, a lot of that's going to be kids who adopted it much younger and have just been playing it all this time mm -hmm. because it's what is it like a decade old at this point? Yeah, uh, maybe more. I'm not sure. But and then also parents who are playing with their kids to yep. have something to do with them or you know moderate what's going on. Yeah, um, it's pretty crazy when you think about like what they've built the roblox and everything and how much money they've made um yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy but it's cool that now they're they're allowing this to happen so creators can have a little bit more you know flexibility in what they create they said like um yeah. it'll allow creators to, to feature more mature themes and storylines in tv shows and stand-up comedy this may include violence blood crude humor romantic themes and alcohol so, yeah, just stuff like that. Not, you know, hardcore sexual acts uh -huh. like you posted in the show notes. You're oh, like, yeah. Finally, Roblox I was is listing finally getting porn. 
Oh, but, but one detail we should say, the what? way they're going to be able to moderate it is that you're going to have to send a photo ID, like a, a picture of your ID to them so really? that they can verify that you're 17 plus. Huh. That's pretty intense. Um, yeah, it, it's interesting. A lot of people are probably not going to be happy about that. It's, it's a little overstepping the bounds, but I mean, what's the alternative? You check a box to say you're 17 plus, and then you've got a 12-year-old yeah. witnessing. Well, you always have to do like what? a math problem. That's you know, you <laughs> yeah. That like yeah, yeah, find what year you were born and uh -huh. how old that would make you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not some people like you know don't have uh, IDs that show their age. So yeah, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, get excited. I think we should. I think we should build a gaming news weekly obby when this happens. Definitely. Uh, and just like put a bunch of bunch of butts everywhere. Is that can that be done? Yeah, I believe so. All right, sounds good. All right, look for that in the near future. Gaming News Weekly, Abby, uh, starring Full Clip and Erect the Red and a bunch of butts. All right, I think we've covered everything. You got anything else you want to talk about? One quick thing. We'd be Ooh. remiss if we didn't say anything about this because it's all anybody seems to be talking about. Mm. A submarine built, controlled by a $30 Logitech Bluetooth controller from 10 years ago. What do you think about that? Oh, my goodness. When you think about it in terms like that, what were these people thinking? It's just in a can controlled by a, a Logitech controller. This is why you buy first party, people. <laughs> oh, boy. That's the lesson to be learned here. It is why you buy. Yep, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, RIP, it seems like, um, to those intrepid explorers. Um, yeah. Well, um, I did you see that the sales of that controller like it was like sold out everywhere after this like everybody no. everybody went like bought like Ooh. those controllers maybe oh, we need to get on a we need to get on those 3d printed uh control caps that he was yes, using yes yeah so that's a big market for that right now and there was like a a, a steam game that shot up in the top charts it was like about a, a yeah a boat that is or submarine that is stuck under the ocean something I don't really know. But, yep. All right. Let's get out of here. Um, thanks for checking out this episode of Gaming News Weekly. Uh, you can find us every single Monday on Fruit Lab, YouTube, and podcasts. You can find both myself, Erector Red, and Full Clip posting our gaming clips over on Fruit Lab. Um, if you're unfamiliar with Fruit Lab, go check it out. You can earn um, pits. It's like a cryptocurrency by watching videos and putting video game content on the website. It's really cool. Um, and then um, you can also find us on YouTube. I'm at Pop Culture Playground. Uh, full clip is at GameFax, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. Uh, he's over there building cars on Twitch. Full clip underscore F-L. And then, um, yeah, we're on TikTok, Gaming News Weekly. And then, yeah, that's uh, I think that's everything. Did I get everything? I think I did. Yes, we're I, everywhere. Yeah, I didn't. I, we're I, on the Goodwill Blimp. Ooh, that's a good idea. We should do that next time. Goodwill Blimp. And it said... <laughs> good year, sorry. <laughs> we, can, we can't afford the Goodyear Blimp. <laughs> yep. We just found a blimp at Goodwill. Perfect, yeah. That is really the only one we can afford. The Goodwill Blimp. 
or maybe the Ambet's blimp. I don't know. We'll see which one. Um, all right. That's all I've got. Thanks so much. We will see you next week with more Gaming News Weekly.